Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island wrap up over on the Hot Dummies on Islands podcast feed. I am Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always, the marvelous Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Oh my gosh, marvelous. I'm doing marvelous, Kirsten. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about the conclusion of the season, you know, Sands reunion, and we have an amazing guest that my father is pumped up this year. So, uh, this is for you, Dad. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, I'm speaking directly to. Sorry, Mickey, what's your dad's name again? Chuck, <laughs> Mr. Chuck. The fact that you've never been excited about me hurts. That's all I have to say. It's it's fine. Um, But yes, we are not alone. We have a great guest. People know him from the Masked Singer wrap up, from Big Brother Friday updates, as well as tons of recaps. He's on all the drafts. He is the conductor of the Hot Mess Express over on the 90 Day Fiance pod. And of course, he's streaming every week, twitch.tv slash Puya. Puya's here. Puya, how are you? I am doing marvelous as well. Shout out to my guy, Chuck. Thank you so much for the excitement. Um, So I said this at the end of the circle pod I did today, but I thought the 90 day fiance couples were demented. And then I watched this show and oh my God, what are y'all watching? This is wild. That's the thing. Like the 90 day couples... Like, at least they have the goal of wanting to be together in real life. And, like, mm-hmm. maybe they're misguided and maybe they all universally make poor decisions and don't know how to communicate. But they're not moving in with, like, 12 other singles to cheat on each other. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think the 90 Day Fiance makes me sadder because it's their real life. And this, mm. like, is clearly, like, mystical temptation island land where, yeah, maybe they, like, mess up their real life. But, like, they they aren't, like, leaving their families behind to move in with somebody who's going to play a prank on them the second that they get there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's it's very, like, manufactured for the show versus, like, documentary style like it is on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, this premise is is wild to me. I, this, <laughs> so to give you a bit of a back uh, behind the curtains look at how I watch this. So Kirsten approached me to be on the with y'all a, almost over a month ago at this point. Yes. I said yes. Then I got sick. I couldn't do it. And I believe Kirsten was under the impression that I had caught up when I had to postpone. I was, in fact, under that impression. (laughs) I watched the whole thing in 24 hours uh, over the last couple of days. And uh, wow, what a ride. It's been it's been nuts. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, It's it's the way that both of us will be like, oh, yeah, I'll watch the show you podcast about so we can talk about it. And then both of us are like, oh, shoot, I have to watch a lot of content in one day. Well, that's the thing is that my plan was to watch it like all in one go, because that way I'm going to be far more familiar with everyone's names and. I'll remember everything as opposed to going week to week, especially if there's a lot of other shows going. I wouldn't want it to turn into the back burner. But then 
with this show, and I, and I texted you this earlier, Kirsten, I found myself being like, I need to keep this wiki page open because mm-hmm. they're really yeah. not letting me remember anybody's names yeah. here. No, they, yeah. they don't let you know anyone. Literally, up until probably the week before last, I had the cast page open for every podcast recording because I simply cannot remember their names. I also am unwilling to take notes on this show because I I'm choosing to protect my peace in that way. Uh, but still, it's fine. I feel like our podcast, because I stopped taking notes about halfway through the season, and I'm not going to lie, I feel like our podcast content like really has been far more successful without me taking notes and making us like stick to the very like point-by-point events of the episode because like what is happening in a full episode of Temptation Island? Not a lot of than, nothing. Like, yeah, a lot of nothing and a lot of mess. And it's way more fun to talk about the mess. So, Absolutely. Puya, I want to hear your thoughts on maybe just to start, I want to hear your thoughts on Edgar and Jillian because they were not in this week's episode. So, I would love to hear your thoughts on them as a couple and their journey overall before we dive into what we're dealing with today. So, it's been interesting. So Edgar and Jillian come in. They've been together four years, which I was like, that's a whole lot of that's a whole Olympic cycle worth of years. Like that's quite a bit of years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then and they're so young. Yeah, they're they're like you know little children here trying to experience whatever this test is they are putting themselves through. And this show is fascinating to me because of the way they do the bonfire and like, okay, you get a clip, you get a clip, you get a clip, but then they don't talk to each other. So they just let these little clips decide the narrative of the other person and how they've been mm-hmm. going through it. Um, ultimately, was I surprised that, that they decided to put an end to things? Honestly, no. Um, but then, you know, Edgar has this thing going with Marissa and, you know, he, he decides to maybe uh, pursue that. OK, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. It's yeah, I, I felt like this worked for me. Yeah. So my opinion, Puya, is that Edgar shouldn't have been allowed to change his mind after Jillian left. He should have had to say mm-hmm. to Jillian's face, I want to leave with Marissa. What do, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's some cowardice nonsense. Like you should be able to firm you the decision you make in front of them and not wait for them to leave and be like, actually, you know what? Like, what if I wanted Bring to her do in. this? Because when when um uh, Marcos, yeah, like uh she decided to be single, he's undecided. I was like, no, 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 no. He just he decided. He said he was alone. Yeah. And now <laughs> you're like, no, 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 but please reconsider, please. I I just can't. I literally I just simply cannot uh Puya, what is your okay? I guess we should have started off. So, when watching your first season of Temptation Island, mm-hmm. how did you feel about just like all of the cheating? Because we have come around to where we want maximum cheating on Temptation mm-hmm. Island for our enjoyment. But how does how did it make you feel? Like, what do you think about that? So, okay, so I get brought into the show not knowing anything aside from like the the very soft premise of what the show is. Then I see that, oh, you're putting the like the four men in a house full of women and the four women in a house full of men and they're going to make connections. They're going to cheat. But then I'm looking at the number of years everyone's dating at the lower third. It's like seven years, four years, four years. But then they're doing whatever they want. If I'm going to critique something, actually, I'm going to say this right here. Um, Why do we have to hear the moaning when you're showing us the clips of them doing it? Like, <laughs> I can it's tell. Traffic. Yeah, I can yeah. tell what's going on under the covers. But then, do I need people to he- uh, to hear people say, "I need more. Give me more." Okay, Britney <laughs> Spears, relax. Like I don't need to hear that. Um, I mean, so- I think Ash saying "I need more" was far less egregious than the Edgar Marissa uh, sex, where we could like really see the motion under the. Yeah, covers. Jillian described that as violent. So you know. <laughs> I could see why she might have said that. Yeah. No, I feel like ultimately, yes. Oh, I was just going to say, I assume since you haven't watched the show until, you know, the past 24 hours, Mm -hmm. that you haven't been listening to the podcast. So you probably don't know that I know Edgar and Jillian in real life. We went to college together. (laughs) So I knew you knew a couple and I was going to ask you who the couple was. So it is Edgar and Jillian. Interesting. Yeah. 
So yep. were you okay? So then let me flip this on you for a second here. Were you surprised at how it all went down for the two of them? No. Okay. Well, Edgar, Edgar very publicly cheated on Jillian when they were in college, um, which they t- touch on on the show. Mm-hmm. So I had the feeling that he was probably going to cheat on her again because I stand by it. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Not in life overall. I think that you can make a mistake when you're young and learn from it and never do it again. Mm -hmm. But I think if you stay in a relationship with somebody and you're 19 or 20 and they've cheated on you, like it's probably best to get out of Dodge. Um, And I think that I I was expecting that to happen on this season. Maggie, that made me think of I'm in this Facebook group that is like a girls ask group and I stay because Mm -hmm. it is hilarious to me. It's like reality TV. And every other week there's a question that's basically like my boyfriend hates me and I don't trust him and I check his phone all the time but I really want to make it work. What should I do? And there was one (laughs) literally today that was like he cheated on me um, but made it all about the girl he had cheated with kind of mm-hmm. trying to act like it was her fault and being like but what do i do i just want to be together and everyone like comments being like girl run yeah girl girl run because that was also like he didn't take any accountability either he was just like i'm not well i'm sad so i did it and it's like sir but yeah so that's what that makes me think yeah i mean i think that like i just knew because of the history that like he probably would have been the one I thought she might have you know see like I thought she was going to see it and then go back and hook up with Tommy but she you know she did not break any rule like the the rule that they set was do not sleep with anybody yes he broke the rule and she did not and I do think that that is you know respectful and I thought she was nice to him at that final bonfire I would have given him I would have spit fire in his face like I would have been you know, nasty. But I thought that she actually handled herself well and was really nice. The way Edgar cheated on her and then started standing like four inches taller. Like, it was really gross to watch in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy she chose to protect her peace and and not reunite with Edgar, ultimately. Mm -hmm. And to answer the earlier question, I think now that I know what the show is about, 100%, let's get all the let's get all the messy mess because it's good for Mm -hmm. our enjoyment. However, if you can elect to hit the mute button on the noises, that would do it for me because I'm watching it like I think that's dramatic effect though for the partner that has to watch their, you know, partner cheating on them. You want that dramatic effect of the noise that they have to listen to the moans, you know? They should go back to season one where they could listen with an iPad and then maybe like the romantic partner gets the noise but we it's muted for us that's what i mean like maybe in if they put like square brackets underneath and say heavy moaning i can fill the blanks in like i'm fine (laughs) to do it that way we're gonna have to watch next season's clips on mute like he's gonna have to mute his tv if when the bonfire clips are shown (laughs) yeah just leave subtitles on if they say anything like i'll see the subtitles i'll be fine That'll be the new way. You actually read Temptation Island to protect yourself. (laughs) Imagine calling it reading for Temptation Island. Well, I mean, if it's the subtitles, it would be reading. I mean, but the content isn't a lot. It's more like a comic blurb. Yeah, you're right. There's not a lot. Um, But yeah, so... I want to hear, Puya, what you think of um, Ashley and the cells, because that's where we begin our our second our this episode. We start where we left off, which was Ashley telling the cells she wants to work it out and leave with him. And I want to know your thoughts on, on that. Just the recap on that, too, is it was basically like 15 minutes of LaSalle's fully breaking up with Ashley. And then Ashley saying, no, I want to leave with you. And then mm-hmm. cut to this episode. Just. LaSalle's is messy and <laughs> indecisive and very reactionary. The entire season with LaSalle's, I was fascinated by how quickly he, you know, yells out declaring, I'm only interested in Trace. No one talk to me. And then 
love bombing her and then spaghetti bombing her but i made you this meal like okay it doesn't really look <laughs> that's you know, spaghetti did not spaghetti. look good that you spaghetti know, was so sad when she was like thanks but i'm not hungry i i was like okay i kind of felt that because if you make something for someone and they don't eat it it does feel a little bit sad but he she, he didn't make that that was from craft services for sure <laughs> and like 12 <laughs> hours old come okay, on okay well then then i'm a little less uh, upset about that but then um i felt like the way him and Ash, uh, him and Trace like swapped I love yous and Ashley has to watch this happen and then still decide, no, I think we yeah. can figure this out. Only for LaSalle's to then in the cliffhanger release in this episode say, listen, I really care about you and everything. And, I, and then like, you mean the world to me. But what I have with Trace is real. I was like, all right, I right, throw him in the bin. Throw, they, they get out of here, LaSalle. This is awful. I this is where I'm okay with Ashley immediately changing her mind. Be like, can I can I you know rub out my answer and put out a new one because I'm out. I'm I'm not doing this. Oh, this is ridiculous. God. It's so embarrassing. It was it's really so embarrassing. It was. I wanted and I didn't want it to be embarrassing for her, but it was so embarrassing that I think she made it worse by being like actually Mark can I change my answer and then on her walk out being like I'm so proud of myself for choosing to leave alone and I was like oh after he said that he's in love with this girl he met three weeks ago like Ashley oh seven my years. gosh seven years. years and he was willing to throw seven years of his life away for someone who quite frankly didn't seem fully sold on him either you know what i mean it's not like they were completely simpatico from the beginning and everything was like all good because i feel like there were other couples other people who definitely formed stronger connections where if they had done that I'm like okay i get it but i just didn't see this happening with less and then in the the uh a previous episode right after that one-on-one date where he was completely indecisive and then he's like actually the guy i thought about it overnight i slept on it and i really want to do this you don't know what you want and i don't think she knows what she wants so i was baffled by this completely i was blindsided by this completely now i maybe didn't necessarily think he was going to go back to ashley with open arms and be like i'm ready to try this again but i simply did not see him you know, dogging her yeah. like that. I felt and, bad for her. I felt so bad for her. And then she leaves and Trace comes out and LaSalle's is like beaming and they're making out. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like I could not handle it. And the thing is too, is like, we've said a lot about how like embarrassing it is for Ashley. Um, but like, the blame is still at, you know, at LaSalle's feet, and oh, I am yeah. embarrassed for him. Like, he should be embarrassed mm-hmm. also. That's what I'm saying. Like, Trace comes out, and he's, like, beaming and kissing her. I'm like, you just broke up with your girlfriend of seven years, and you are, like, basically, like, dancing at on the spot where you broke and shattered her heart. Like, and what? Here's the thing. I feel like in order for me to be in a position to be like, okay, he made the right call. They would have to at least be together for a year, maybe two years. Do I see it lasting that long? I don't know. Is the other part. Let me tell you. It didn't last. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to tell. I'm not saying anything more than that. But the mm-hmm. LaSalle's portion of the reunion. It was giving. I'll just tell you that. Oh, okay. It's giving. Okay, full disclosure to the podcast listeners. I have not, Puya and I both have not watched the reunion yet. I'm saving it to be fresh for when my mom is on with us tomorrow, but Kirsten has. So I'm very glad that it was giving. That's all I need to hear. I'm pumped. I would would never say anything more than that because you're going to need the element of surprise. But I was just sitting there like, what? And what? And what? It's a lot. LaSalle's name does have three L's in it. Sounds like it's, he's gonna <laughs> continue that trend. Okay. Yeah, is he painting his face with clown makeup? <laughs> I mean, he's been doing that all season long. <laughs> right. Wild. Um, oh my god. That, but it was it was dark. I'm not gonna lie. It, it was it was pretty dark when she was like, "Actually, Mark, I changed my mind." I was like, "Ashley, shh, stop, please." Oh God, I I couldn't. I mean, that I I'm like I get it, holding though. myself right now. 
Like Sorry, I, would, ahead, I would rather be like, actually, I changed my mind and I'm leaving alone right now than sit there and be like, I want to leave with you and then not backtrack. And he's like, well, I'm leaving with Trace. Screw you. No. Yeah. The minute she yeah. said that and he wasn't on the same page, she lost whether or not she changes her answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right. By loss, I don't mean like she made the wrong move or anything, but it just it from where we're standing, Lascelles has the, the power now to be like, well, I'm not going to be with you. And I mean, again, it's it's just it's heartbreaking to see uh, mm-hmm. Ashley be in that position. But I feel better for Ashley. You know, again, she is now mm-hmm. going to, if anything, Lascelles saved her from dealing with him. Oh so yes, that is a huge W for Ashley from where I'm standing. One thousand percent, and she is so beautiful like Ashley has perfect bone structure I'm like oh my gosh like you know they're getting these shots of her zoomed in close and she's crying and she still looks like a movie star I was like how do you look so beautiful when you're like genuinely like crying right now but she does she always looks so beautiful She's perfect, except Mm -hmm. for like her opinion uh, of LaFelle and like caring about (laughs) him Seven years. Oh, it's, it, it must be a lot to like. Be like, I'm out. You know what I mean? So yeah, I feel and like, I think that's the issue. Yeah, seven years. Seven years. That is a lot. That seven years ago was 2015. That is a lot. You hadn't even met Liana yet. Uh, no, I had not. They were dating from before I met Liana, and then three weeks later, how long have you and Liana been together? Uh, let's see. We met at the end of 2016, probably around 2018. Yeah, about little four, three and a half, four. Yeah. Mm. All right, Kristen, we move. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to ask. I, I didn't mean to ask a personal question. I'm sorry. Kristen's out here with a the calendar, like mm, I'm like, let me pull my TI 84 and do some math. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. But yeah, so seven years down the drain. Uh, Ashley, if you're listening, I've I've been there before. I too wasted seven years of my life. It'll, it's okay. I get it's not a waste because you learn and you mm-hmm. like, I feel like you learn so much from especially like a painful experience like that. You know, of course, it. I'm sure in moments you're like, I wasted my time with this person, but you learn so much about what you don't want and what does work, you know, I'm trying to look on. on Nikki, the we get it. Her. You've been in therapy longer than me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to look on the bright side for, it's, for I mean, I, listen, I'm in a good place. I have no complaints about my life. Uh, well, I sound like not relationship based complaints. Sure. Sure. Um, should we take a little, a little quick break and then move on to the, the couples we really saw this episode? Let's do it. Okay, we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And we're back. Hello. What a great break. It was fabulous. Okay. 
This is the one I want to hear because this was a lot, this episode. But before we get into the proposal that made me want to curl up into a ball and be disappear. Um, Puya, I would like to know your thoughts on Ash and Hanya throughout the season at large. Oh my God. Okay. So this is the couple that like, obviously they've been with each other the least out of the four couples, mm-hmm. but they really gave the most as far as drama went, as far as the, mm-hmm. you know, the Ash, uh, they were the first person who slept with someone out of the couples. And my mind was blown. Um, <laughs> watching Hanya sit there like a love struck puppy and cry at every bonfire. And they really had me in the first half. Let me tell you why. So initially when all this is happening, I was like, wow, Ash, they really seem upset about all this that's going on with Hanya, but you're the one that slept with someone. Then we learn more. Every episode is like, oh yeah, Hania got messages from someone while they were literally quarantining before coming in to like have sex with them. And also he's cheated on her before. And also um, they, <laughs> Ash knows all this somehow and, and he's none the wiser. And now he suddenly decided, I'm, I don't want an open relationship, but the stone is rolling and also he can't talk to them until the very end of the season. So he just has to sit there and watch them develop this relationship with, um, I want to say Taylor. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Um, it was, it was a lot to see all this. And then I don't know where he decides this. I don't know. We're going to go ring shopping and I'm going to buy know. a whole ring and propose even though I've seen them develop such a strong bond with this Taylor guy, I think that this is what I'm going to do. And not only that, I think I'm going to do it right at the bonfire. This isn't for later. Oh, this isn't for the, this I, is for right then and there while we're resolving all the issues that we've had watching each other's clips during the bonfire. And also I didn't get a mess video message from Ash, but I somehow think that that's going to be okay. I just, so Puyo, what emotions were running through you when Hanya went ring shopping? Well, uh, Kirsten Wahlberg, let me tell you. Um, so, <laughs> what, dare you, you? What, what did that make you Kirsten feel? Kirsten L. Wahlberg. I... <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I'm so annoyed. Because <laughs> the situation is that for anyone who listens to the podcast knows I don't like Mark L. Wahlberg. <laughs> He is a very interesting host. Like, I didn't expect anything, but to be honest, based on what I've seen with other love shows, island shows, you know, romance shows, they typically, and and this is no disrespect to the man, but it's typically like a very handsome or very, like, beautiful woman or man that is now hosting this show. Mark is a little bit older than I expected, but... I kind of liked him in this role. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of liked how, because I don't know his history. Can we clarify a little? Can we just clarify a little? Yes. Marco Wahlberg, I do think, overall, is a handsome man. I just want to put it out there. I think Marco Wahlberg is handsome. (laughs) Marco Wahlberg hosted the show in 2000 when it premiered, 20 years prior. I love that they kept him. So I think yeah, so he, he is the one who got it brought back. He's obsessed oh. with the show. Yeah, he loves the show. He, I think he's so, good at what he does. This is, of course, you do, Fuya. This <laughs> is the thing about Markel Wahlberg. I think a lot of people think he's really good at what he does. I sort of have come around to Markel Wahlberg more this season, but Rob pointed this out to us when he was on last season to talk with us, which is just that he take Temptation Island so seriously. Like, there's no, like, I think for a lot of these hosts, there's sort of like a wink and a nudge to the audience. Like, this is trashy. But Mark L. Wahlberg is like, this is therapy. Like, I am in therapy in the trenches with these couples, you know? And I think that... Go ahead, Kristen. You need a host that can bring it for Antiques Roadshow and Temptation Island because he also is the host of Antiques Roadshow. Wait, which how does another that Chuck show classic? Go? 
Another Chuck oh, classic. Uh, but, you know, Antiques Roadshows where people bring like old stuff and get them appraised and then find out if it's worth more or less than what they thought it was going to be worth. And sometimes people bring stuff in and be like, I think this is worth $10,000. I'm pretty sure it's a genuine blank antique. And then they're like, Oh, this was mass produced by uh, like the brick in 1972. It is not real wood. It is worth nothing. And then sometimes people bring stuff and it's like, I found this sketch in the garage covered in water. And it's like, oh my God, it's original Van Gogh sketch worth $42 million. It's just like, honestly... I like antiques. It's very much, it's it's a very dad show. It's you awesome. know, like my dad loves it. It, it. It's along like the lines, like Antiques Roadshow, Pawn Stars. Like it's the same sort of, very different type shows, but same idea that they're You're like, right, is this worth it. anything? You know? Huh. But Markel Wahlberg, he's got the dads with Antiques Roadshow. He's got the hot the dummies on islands lovers <laughs> with Temptation Island. <laughs> No, but that is yeah that's a good observation but he does no one takes this more seriously than him including people who are in seven-year relationships testing the relationship it's him there was this one moment in particular during the season with i believe it was with ashley where he got up and he got close and he's like you you get to control who you are and what you thought i was like okay Mm. mark relax like she's going through it right now let her breathe on it let her sit on it but he does have that intensity that goes with it, but and I didn't mean any knock on him um, for anything, but it was surprising. You know, you think about all the people that are hosting sure. these shows now, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I, he's, he doesn't fit that mold, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, and you know, I used to be like, okay, Mark, reel it in with your therapizing all of it, you know? But I actually feel like the contestants really appreciate it, and he is genuinely helpful to them, like genuinely. So I was like, uh, maybe, you know, there's a method to his madness. You know, we realized last season that we think Temptation Island kind of works. So (laughs) what else is there? You know, full of surprises, you know? I, I'm sorry. He has creepy uncle energy. He will always have creepy uncle energy. And like, maybe he needs to take another course at the learning center. Uh, I don't know. Is he like a relationship expert? I'm looking at his credits and it's mostly game shows and a couple movie or like um, appearances on other shows. He was on something called Son of the Beach, and the episode name was Penetration Island. What is that? Well, that what? sounds like a podcast for another day on the Hot Tummy Fun Island. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, it's a sitcom. Good to know. Um, I did not think it was a sitcom. Anyway, all right, well, we can move. We can move. What? Did you think it was porn? <laughs> I, part of me was like, what, what is called that? And it isn't. Oh my god, Markel Wahlberg was in a porn. I that rumor. <laughs> well, that was on RGP out of context for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh god. And you know, and you know Marco Wahlberg searches his name too, so he's gonna see the tweet. <laughs> he does, he searches his name. He like will like any mm-hmm. tweet about Temptation Island or anything about him. On Man, what a handsome guy like, that host of Temptation Island is. My God. Is just, like he's done like other Temptation Island type YouTube channel stuff. So like in theory, if we slid into the DMs, it's possible that we could get him. Just maybe not after I called him a creepy uncle so many times. I don't think yeah, I don't think we need I don't think we need that. I think we're fine, you know. I think I like the freedom to chat about just, him like, without what? knowing that he knows about the podcast. What would we ask him? Like, that's my genuine yeah. question. If we had Mark L. Wahlberg right here, like, I don't even know what I would ask him. I feel like he would turn it around on us, turn it into a therapy session. We would both cry and <laughs> we would never be able to release the podcast. I'd For listen. Sure. <laughs> of course you would. Yeah. You would, yeah. <laughs> Messy. Yeah, okay, like sorry. mess. So. Of course. Back to the Hanya and Ash of it all. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't even know what to make of this final bonfire. Um, okay, I want to, uh, may I speak first? And then uh, you will get your turn to speak and then we can speak to one another person. Yes, absolutely, please. Okay, um, so th- this was my thing. 
I thought Ash was really nice to Hanya with their speech. Like, so nice. Um, and then, shockingly, Hanya, like, took credibility for some things. But then, like, didn't for other things. And, like, was... I don't know why Hanya, after the conversation that they had, decided, you know what? I'm still going to get down on one knee right now. Like after Ash made it abundantly clear to Hanya that they were not interested in leaving with him and that they were done with the relationship, why he was like, not like abort mission, abort mission, you know? I completely understand that uh, perspective on the matter. I think that Hanya like pretended to take accountability for the things that he was just like so clearly caught in that he couldn't like try to dodge them. I feel like he still was doing his weird voice. He was for sure doing the weird voice. Very dramatic. Uh, And I was so uncomfortable and he he lives like in the land of delusion like even Mm -hmm. after the proposal ash says no and hanya's like i just need to make them understand that we're meant to be together and i will convince them to marry me no go away and the thing is like uh, okay this is the only reason that i would say i think that the fact that he came right out and was like i said i wanted an open relationship and that was bullshit i wanted to do what i wanted to do like i do think that like he he could have not come forward with that. And then, like, I realized that an open relationship is not what I wanted when I saw you. You know, like, there are ways to not take accountability for that, that he did take accountability for it. But again, like, I think that Ash, because Ash was a little easy on him um, it and didn't hold his feet to the fire as hard as I thought they were going to, it made it easier for him to be like, yeah, you didn't deserve that. And I'm sorry versus like shoving in his face exactly what he did so that he's not super far back on his heels and forced to be like, oh, oh, well, well, the way that we saw him, Magic Knight, you know, with with the... Oh, not Magic Knight. Magic Knight. Do you know what we're talking about? You might have to elaborate. A uh, magic night, Apuya, uh, is the night that there was a party in the guys' villa where they all dressed up as like witches and wizards, and he like got kind of aggro with some of the women oh and my then God, got an argument yes. and like pouted mm. on a rock in his robe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But Puya, so <laughs> what did you think about the convert? Like, you have uh, from all appearances a very healthy relationship with regular check ins and like good communication. Yes. From that perspective, what did you think of this final bonfire? I just, it felt like every, the whole time that Ash was talking, all I could see in Hania's face is I'm going to propose. You know what I mean? Like he knew Mm -hmm. that was his plan and it was all about how do I get the yes? And that's like, it felt like it was predetermined. I, there was a point, like I said earlier, there was a point for me during the season where I genuinely thought, Hania was trying to get the relationship back and fix it. And then when he sent that video message, it felt it really did feel rehearsed. Like I was like, I thought you meant all this. Why does it sound like you're reading off a script right now? And I felt like um, Ash, they did an amazing job to try and explain. Listen, I know I have faults. I know I can be dark. Mm -hmm. I can be intense. And I now recognize I need someone who can give me love and support during those hard times. And that's something I, I desperately need. And here's what I need from you. And these are the things that hurt me with with Hania's response. It just kind of felt like he, again, did take some credit, didn't take some other credit. There's so much that he has to apologize for. And I don't think he has quite recognized that. Um, Now, you know, we we've learned that Ash knew a bunch of stuff that maybe he wasn't privy to that that they know so i feel like there's that stuff already then there's stuff in the in the villa where you know ash does bring up like were you thinking about all this when you were licking whipped cream off of someone's stomach is that something you considered and i feel like with hania i genuinely get this vibe of i am hurt and i need to be heard 
But in order for me to be heard, I have to have you like I need to be heard first. You know what I mean? And like Mm -hmm. that can be a big problem in relationships where both of you can be hurt. But if you're both not actively listening to each other, then neither of you are going to get the fix that you need from each other, the help that you need from each other. So for me, mm-hmm. again, to circle it back with Hania, I just felt like he was trying to patch things up quick and then throw down a proposal and then maybe fresh start or whatever, where yeah. you can't do the proposal until you have gotten to that place where you've repaired stuff to you've got to that place where you've said fresh start another couple literally did this the right way 10 minutes after them and that (laughs) i think you know they at least figured out how to go about it whereas with hania i didn't feel like he was actively listening the whole time when that's ash literally said that ash was like you are listening but you're not hearing the words i'm saying and like understanding what is going on here and he still was like okay perfect will you marry me uh like be be my bride ew stop it yeah i mean at least he didn't say be my girl you know, but that's an, another story. Um, <laughs> we'll get I mean, there. <laughs> at least that story is two people who are aligned and want the same thing. Unlike sure. this, where he has sure. no indication that this person wants to be with him and, whatsoever. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Clearly, we just finished talking about somebody who just changed the entire course of their life in three weeks by, you know, realizing that LaSalle is realizing he didn't want to be with Ashley anymore or whatever. But you changed. But Hanya is claiming that he's changed his entire personality in three weeks. This experience, this three-week experience has changed him immensely. And, like, really... Like, I just don't think, I just am not buying it, dude. And neither is Ash, clearly, you know, because what? You've been together a year and a half. You've cheated multiple times. You have also referred to them as your friend when talking to other women in front of them, which the only time that is acceptable is if both of you are trying to keep the relationship secret from other people. Like, that is the only time that is chill otherwise it's not and using that as an excuse of yeah so i said that because i was too afraid to put a label on it because i was too afraid to commit listen that is first of all not a good enough excuse because you've wrapped someone else's emotions in in this and then you're saying oh i'm sorry you feel shitty because i have these problems that i need to deal with that you need to understand well no you hurt me for no reason then you hurt me because you weren't feeling okay but you're not taking the responsibility for that now and also, someone called him Thor earlier in the season. How dare you besmirch the name of Chris Hemsworth like that? They needed glasses, definitely, uh, maybe, to say that. Maybe uh, Thor in Endgame. Um. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, well, that's the other thing, too, Puya. Like, for Hanya to say, oh, well, I did that because I was too scared to put a label on it. Well, if the relationship didn't have a label then Ash wouldn't really have a reason to be upset about that. But the fact that they're upset indicates that you had, in fact, put a label on the relationship, but then did not publicly claim the relationship, which is very messed up. And we're being indecisive. Uh, Like, if you're in a relationship where the you have both said, we're together now, it's official, but then the other person is still showing indecisive tendencies. That is worse than not being together. Uh, that is worse. So awful, Puya. You're right. Uh. I hate it. It's the, it's really bad. It's like I don't want to be in a limbo where I do. I'm completely second guessing everything every single time mm-hmm. at every turn because the person I'm with is one second really lovey-dovey with me and then one second referring to me as a friend and also doing all this other stuff behind my back. So uh, It just breeds insecurity, too. Like, mm-hmm. he was breeding insecurity in Ash in the way that he was acting. And I think that that's what, like, narcissists do and that's what abusers do. And I'm not saying that Hanya was either of those because I am not a professional to be able to say Listen, the like therapist that, but, that we trust said he had <laughs> narcissist tendencies on the show. But like, that is how they breed this, you know, feeling of reliance on them. It's by giving love and taking it away and making the person feel incredibly insecure. And it's just 
like what you just described, Priya, I like viscerally felt it and I felt mm-hmm. it for Ash, but I'm so proud of Ash for sticking their ground. You know, I think that like that, ha- can you imagine what they must have been feeling when Hanya did that? Like the shock on Ash's face of like, what on earth? They, they folded in half at one point. Like when they left and were walking away, they were like, what was that? Yes. And that's how we all felt. Yeah, it was Ash wild. Is, Ash is awesome because with Hanya, like they just have been saying things to the camera that all of us are thinking. And like, it's so vindicating as the audience to be like, why is he doing that weird voice? And then for Ash to go and be like, why is he doing that weird voice? It's just <laughs> amazing. It's perfect. Everything has to be a drama for him. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what he was expecting. Like, did he really think? Because also when he does the proposal itself, he kind of just like spits it out. Like, will you marry me? Like, he doesn't He doesn't even really make a speech. He doesn't really mm-hmm. make a show of it. He doesn't put any emotion into it. And then, so like, I feel like even if Ash was inclined to accept the proposal, they wouldn't want to accept that proposal anyways. So strange. Yeah. Also, when you say I will try to do everything in my power to be there for you, and your power up until this point has not proven that, your power does not mean and have as much backing as you think it does. What you need to say here is I promise to till ev- for my every living day, every breath I take mm-hmm. to make right the wrongs that I've made yes. towards you during this relationship. And mean it don't say it Mm -hmm. to get the yes but mean it and i feel like when he says it like that i'll promise i can do whatever i can in my power to to maybe be there to be there for you again you've proven to not be there for them for so long and they haven't seen you for for them i feel like if you say all this but you don't propose maybe maybe you get a I don't think you still get the we're leaving the island together, but I think maybe then there's something. But to make such a grand gesture that is a more definitive gesture of we are now engaged toward as a side to we are now repairing the relationship that put you in a lose situation of, of keeping Ash in your life because Ash doesn't know how much you have improved and Ash doesn't know how much you have learned in these three weeks. Whereas they have learned a lot this this three weeks. And in the short time that you got to talk at the final bonfire, you've given them nothing to really hang on to and believe that you are have changed or are capable of change. Yes, Puya. Oh my gosh, you are the conductor of the Hamas Express, huh? You have like, no experience. Relationships. He's the best. Clearly. I would like for the two of you to guess how many Instagram followers do you think Hanya has? Just so I know, can you tell me what the someone from last season? How much did they have? Just so okay, actually, you know what? Don't you don't need to do that. Six figures is that fair? Let me say four hundred k. It's this on USA, right? So let's go four hundred k. Four hundred. Is that too much? Four hundred k. I think it's twenty three thousand. Okay, so that that's what I was trying to figure out. Okay, let me let me redo. Let me redo. Sixty eight thousand. This man has 1,914 Instagram followers. Um, fewer than me, just for the record. Um, <laughs> and now also, I'm sorry, as I'm scrolling through, it, it looks like he's not super active on Instagram also. Um, Hanya is a romance novel cover model. I did know this. I did <laughs> He is see on this. the cover of a book called Wish Upon a Cowboy, Rocky Mountain Cowboy. Uh, Books I, I will never read. I could I can see that. I can picture. I mean, I just watched the um the movie with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum where Channing Tatum plays a a romance cover uh model. That movie was so funny. I didn't like it. I thought well, it was bad. Okay, leave now. Instantly goodbye. I'm I'm telling Sasha right now and you are in Sasha likes that say. movie. It was great. I loved it. So good. Sasha and I both loved it because rom-coms are back, baby. How dare you? Oh my God. I'm literally texting Sasha right now to be like, you didn't like the last I haven't the seen it. I feel left out. The movie didn't know what it was. That was my The business. movie knew exactly what it was you and you just Sasha don't know right what the movie now. is. I've already, <laughs> I already hit send, so you're going to oh, get dragged. 
I'm a texter. <laughs> Sasha, she's lying. I, I'm just going to send her the StreamYard line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, but okay, so that is the Honey and Ash of it all. Should we maybe take another quick break and then get to our last couple? Love that idea. Okay, perfect. Well, we will be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Um, so. I, in the break, I did receive a text from Sasha that was one, two, six question marks and said block him. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? you initiated that with your bad opinion <laughs> you hurt my feelings so I had to get Sasha involved uh, I just didn't it didn't hit I don't know Ugh. I haven't seen the film um, so I'm sorry that I can't no, no, give don't call it a film it's this. a movie it's a movie it's not okay well I haven't seen the movie um, but I do want to hear your thoughts on Luke and Iris <laughs> So yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on them all season long. What have you been thinking of them? I mean, when you compare them to every other couple, they were the most well-adjusted of the couples. I feel like I genuinely do buy that Luke was growing and learning more about himself throughout. I felt like you know, from what we had heard, why are y'all looking at Sorry, me like no, this? For, for the listeners to this audio-only podcast... As Puya is talking about how he believes Luke has truly grown, Maggie's one eyebrow just like kept rising and rising with like a deep look of concern. Remember, um, I said compared to the other couples, not <laughs> compared to everybody in the world. Sure. Um, I just, I, I don't want to be a hater anymore. It seems like they're happy. I feel like I shouldn't be a hater. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'll hate if I want to hate. I have room for hate in my heart. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, they do seem happy, and I yeah. wish them all the best, but mm -hmm. I still think uh, up to the final bonfire, I really felt like Luke was just asking for, like, a cookie for the bare minimum, and mm -hmm. uh, I do feel like the final bonfire showed a little... It did seem to indicate a new maturity in, in Luke. Sure. But sorry, Puya, sorry we interrupted you with our facial expression. No, no, that's all good. But it's like, you know, a 3% growth from one person and then a negative 200 from everyone else, it makes yeah. them the, the most net positive, right? Uh -huh. um, but with the two of them, I really did feel like they, because again, I'm coming into the show not knowing how the other seasons go, how everyone behaves. With them, compared to the other six, I felt like they, you know, didn't do anything really with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, there was this moment where Iris was like, Ooh, Deke is here. I love Deke. Um, and I didn't believe that for a second. I was like, when, when Lou was again, she follows Iris on, uh, sorry, Deke on social media. He's very comedic. I was like, I don't think he's, he didn't seem funny to me. I um, imagine being a big enough, like, I, the only people I follow from any season of Temptation Island, um, is I follow Ash from this season because I want them to come talk to us on the podcast. Uh, and that's it. Imagine being a big enough fan of the show to be like, oh, yes, this is my favorite no. person. No, yeah. Well, can I actually, you know what just popped in my head? What happened to the to the girl from season two who showed up for like half an episode and then vanished? Nothing. No, she Nothing. didn't click with anybody. Nobody knew who she was. She was presumably there getting blackout drunk, but was not present on the show. Yeah, I, I, I do not recall seeing them she after that one party. A free trip to, uh, to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. So listen, we take those. Respect. Worst things. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. With the two of them, I did feel like when they were coming into this final bonfire that they, based on the stuff they had seen on, on the, in the videos leading up, I feel like Iris loved that Luke was showing this emotion that she had not seen before. So I did like that, you know, I don't know. It just felt like they were coming in and they were about to be fine, especially after Mm -hmm. seeing the other three, like just completely side rail. I felt like these two were going to be okay. I will say kind of a whole hum, like eh, ending with these two, because obviously it's the happy ending, but it wasn't like, oh my God, we were rooting for them all season. And finally the big payoff, they're happy. I didn't care. We got that last season, Puya. There was a couple mm. who had been together for like twelve years, and they had like were on the rocks, school. and they like they like had been on the rocks many years prior, and they had gone through like a huge tragedy together. Like her brother, she had lost her brother, who was her mm-hmm. boyfriend's best friend, and like they really worked through it on the show, and then they had this huge payoff at the end, and we were thrilled that they got engaged, but. Yeah, that was not how I felt this time in agreement with you. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a very different vibe because it's like the issue they've gone through is that Luke gets jealous and texts girls and they haven't even actually at this point demonstrably overcome it because it happened five months ago and they're on Temptation Island and he didn't have his phone. Yeah, and I I think that was the biggest thing for, for Iris, right, was I feel like he keeps trying to be like, forget the past. It's all about the future. And that's not really acknowledging where you're at. And I feel like Iris had not um, felt a resolve there. So mm-hmm. once Luke comes in with, again, a more mature approach to, to all of this and takes some accountability, he is clearing the lower bar that was set for him already. And I think that's what Iris, maybe that's like, that's how bad it was where he had never shown that, that now Iris like, all right, let's give it another shot. Well, I'm fine with that. And even too, like Iris says, like, how am I supposed to trust you? How am I supposed to move forward with this? And honestly, like the moment where I like, I don't want to say I turned around on Luke, but the moment when I kind mm-hmm. of was like, oh, I do see the growth is when he goes, if I have that impulse, I want to be able to come to you with that mm-hmm. so that we can talk about why I have it and work through that so that I don't like text a girl. And I was like, oh, that's actually yeah. like pretty mature. I even think that the moment that I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should stop being such a hater was when she walked in. And so, okay, so we just finished the other three couples. They each walked in, the girl walks in or the femme walks in and you could cut that tension with a knife. And Iris walks in and Luke jumps up and is like, you look so beautiful. And they're both smiling and giggling and hugging yeah, they each miss other. each like, other so much. Very clearly. And, and also to this point, like they were kind of boring all season. I feel like I didn't get any of their information, like, and get to know them at all. I learned more about them during this conversation at the very end when they were talking to each other than I learned about them all season talking to the other contestants or talking to like the tempters. Like Luke brought up his dad. Iris brought up like growing up in a strict Asian household. I was like, where was this information during the season? I would have loved to have talked about, found out more about this and talked about this on the podcast. And I do think maybe that just goes to show like their comfort level with each other and opening up and sharing about personal things that probably just wasn't there with other people because it does seem like they love each other. Yeah, I think they're just genuinely in love. Who knew? Mm -hmm. Right? It was lovely to see because I feel like even any time, everyone else, when they saw the scenes of uh, you know, their partners during the, in the other villa, it was very like negative reactions for the most part. Whereas mm-hmm. anytime these two saw clips, they're like, you know, like Luke was like, I'm not mad at her. She's experiencing stuff. She's going through stuff. And like, you know, that's what we're here to do. So I felt like there was, again, it just felt like these two were going to be okay from jump. And I think mm-hmm. them that being the through line throughout the season does make it so that we do learn less about them. We do see less about them because at the end of the day, given the fact that I have to keep the wiki open to remember everyone's names and the matchups, I feel like this show doesn't want you to learn about them on a deeper level. And mm-hmm. really it's only in the bonfires where you get some of that. And then a lot of it can be fluff. But then here we did get a genuine, they're happy and they're about to leave the Island together. And I was very happy to see that for them. I was very happy for them. And she, uh, 
lit up when he proposed. I mean, we have not seen mm-hmm. that much emotion out of her the entire season. She was like joyous, you know, like radiating I mean, out of she her. She was happy to have, you know, seen Deke and meet Deke uh, as a fan of Deke. So <laughs> sure. that might have been the second most <laughs> you're after, right. after the proposal. The bar is low, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, you're right. So Iris posted an Instagram yesterday after the episode aired that's just like, I said yes to forever with my best friend. Like, relationships are hard work. I'm glad that we're fighting for each other every day. Um, a really cute photo shoot of her and Luke uh, with my favorite photo is Luke giving her a piggyback ride while she holds the ring out. Aw. So cute. See, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm, and this is the thing that made it, like, diff, made me feel a little different about it, was when I was like, okay, am I just hating to hate, and, like, she seems really happy with him, and, like, I'm, I, I'm like, am I just hating because I personally don't like him, because, like, there are plenty of people in the world that I personally don't like, but, like, people can be in relationships and do whatever they want, you know, and I was like, it does seem actually like she's very happy with him, and he didn't cheat on her, or embarrass her, or, you know, so, I mean, good for them. I, I have to look, though, and see the the picture that you're talking about it's it's pretty cute and then the next photo on the slide is this it's a close-up of the piggyback one but with the focus on her hand so both of their faces are blurred which is really funny to me <laughs> um yeah you know Aww, good for them. yeah and Kristen from Kristen and julian last season commented and then i went to her page and she has posted some engagement photos with julian and they're getting married this july so Aww. happy way happy to end this them. season it turns out temptation <gasps> island works wow and her she has a photo Kristen. i guess it's from last summer but it's her erica Corey, and thomas and chelsea from last season three of the couples all together don't, don't talk to me about <laughs> thomas and chelsea i know but wow i guess they're still together what do you know i mean it, you know? I don't, it looks like she doesn't post as much on her instagram so that could be an old photo Sure. Uh, but yes, okay, so is there anything else that we have not touched on from this episode of Temptation Island? I don't think so. I think we ended up uh, going through everything here. Amazing. Thank you for um, coming on, Puya. We really, really appreciate you binging, you know, in 24 hours, this crazy show. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, and we're sorry. No, no, thanks yeah. for having me. It was just wild, right? I think ultimately mm-hmm. for me, when I'm coming in, because I don't often I don't end up watching a show, let alone a reality TV show where I don't know the premise somewhat. And I completely came in not knowing what to expect. And then I got a lot. So I am now wiser for it in ways. And I'm also dumber for it in ways. But it's a, it's a net positive similar to Luke here. I'm happy to have been going through this journey. And also, again, Chuck, if you're hearing this, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'm still offended. It's fine. I know. I know about that too. At least, at least Mary likes me. I guess. Like, (laughs) oh yes, she does. She's very excited to come on tomorrow. (laughs) I can't wait. Nervous. So, uh, if anybody wants to write a review of the podcast and talk about how excited they are for my mom, or after you listen to it, how well she did, she's very nervous to come on again. So she's gonna. She crushed it last year and she will crush uh-huh. it this year uh Puya, for the people that maybe are hot dummies only purists uh but they now love you like chuck does where can they find you <laughs> they can find me on all social media platforms at Puyaism. they can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash puya i do stream about three four times a week so come through there say hi i would appreciate it i'm actually doing a 24-hour stream june 5th so that'll be a very fun experience the second time i'm doing it little nervous but we'll see how it goes and as far as podcasts go i just wrapped up the mass singer season seven with my partner and everything liana boris we finished season seven that was a good time and then 90 day fiance kirsten was on a couple weeks ago i just had mari fourth on this has been a wild season maybe not as wild as as temptation island but there's mess we cover it no you guys if you're not listening to the 90 Day Fiance podcast. Like, what are you doing? Because let me explain to everybody. I don't even watch the show. I listen to Puya. 
just every week. And the guests come in and they bring different perspectives. I love Kirsten's perspective versus Mari's perspective. Mari was giving me everything this week, like so many thoughts and, and bringing up so many things that I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that because I don't even watch the show. But I literally like, I it's like listening to an audiobook when you describe the episode. It's so fun. I love it. So if you're not listening, yes, if you're not listening to the 90 Day Fiance podcast, get on it, guys. So good. Hey, get aboard the Hot that. Mess Express. It's a good time. Guaranteed. Um, and then we last but not least, I just did the circle finale uh, roundtable. So season four is done. I got my two cents on it. We move. Amazing. Yes, go check Puya out everywhere. Show him the respect he deserves. Uh, Maggie, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram and TikTok at mlmorgan underscore. And yeah, I'll, I'll be back here tomorrow with Kirsten and my mom to talk TI. And then I'm on my short sabbatical before Big Brother season begins. So uh, yeah, find me there on socials if you miss me. Kirsten, where can people find you? Uh, yes, so you can hear me talking about Riverdale every week on Kowski Cast. That's cow with a K. You can catch me talking. Well, maybe next week. Who knows? You can catch me talking pop culture, celeb gossip, and trending topics with Sasha Joseph on Mess Magnets if the Daddy Network renews us. So go tweet at Rob Sesterino, hashtag renew Mess Magnets. Uh, if you want to hear more podcasts from us. Uh, and you can also catch me weekly rewatching Bojack Horseman on Bojack Horse Pod with the great Lindsay Wilson. And follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. And then I have one more thing I want to say before we go, Maggie. So okay. if people are looking for more content, I would like to tell them about the Drag Race Wrap Up here on the Reality TV Wrap Up feed. Uh, drag Race All Stars is here. It is all winners, baby. And let the Drag Race recap be your guide. It's hosted by Liana, Amon, and Beth. Every week, they're going to talk about the looks, the drama, the artistry. Uh, and it's, again, All Star Season 7, all winners. So if you are gooped, gagged, or cosmacked, never smear, <laughs> never smear, never fear, because they've got you. Check it out on the Reality TV Rehab feed or the Drag Race feed. Um, but we'll be back very shortly to talk about the Temptation Island uh, reunion show with Mary Morgan. And we will see you then. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.